0: follow us on apple podcasts or anywhere else you listen are you ready
1: what's going on here
0: resistance is futile this indeed you are Paul. is in my oh! fan effect i can't tell the difference
1: between my waking life and dreams You've got to like Oscar Isaac's voice in this too. He does the whole British thing. Uh, A chance to get kind of a superhero vibe too. Small and big screen this weekend. Something for Mm -hmm. everybody.
0: Join us for details and suggestions of what to watch is Andy Farnsworth with KSL News Radio and KSL's Fan Effect Podcast. You're excited. You walked in here really jazzed about a few things.
1: Well, I'm also going on like a little sleep, so I got that (laughs) adrenaline rush. You know how that is. is. And it's Friday. That helps. (laughs) You can be sleepless on Friday. But we got some more Marvel content in theaters and on streaming this week, and the content's a bit darker than Marvel has typically gone for in the past. First up is a new streaming series on Disney Plus called Moon Knight. It stars Oscar Isaac as Stephen Grant, a guy from England who works with Egyptian exhibits at a London museum. But he's kind of weird. In addition to being socially awkward and kind of reserved around other people, he also chains himself to his bed each night because he has these weird dreams that he's having trouble distinguishing from reality. He's hearing voices in his head and he seems to black out for days at a time. Then when an item he thought he saw in his dream shows up in his possession at his house and several days have passed without him realizing it and a woman who claims to be his wife calls him on the phone and someone from the dream who looks an awful lot like Ethan Hawke because it is Ethan Hawke, shows up at the museum in London and he keeps seeing a giant bird-headed apparition everywhere that looks a lot like the Egyptian god of the moon well Stephen doesn't know what to do with all that Now, this series does take place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Iron Man, Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy, etc. However, at least in the three episodes I was able to preview, there was no reference to any of that. And you know what? It's okay because Moon Knight is a pretty solid show in its own right. Oscar Isaac does a fantastic job playing a character like Steven who's hearing voices and maybe he's sharing a body with someone else or maybe it's all in his head. Props to the writers for keeping you, the viewer, just as confused as Steven is. Don't worry, though, they do eventually clarify stuff, just not in the first episode that's available to stream right now. Fair warning, though, Moon Knight is rated TV 14, and it has some creep factor to it. Along with some blood and bodies, there's a sort of psychological thriller aspect to many scenes. Think twice about watching this one with your younger kids and tweens, especially right before bed. Moon Knight will drop a new episode each Wednesday for the next five weeks. Now next... Is another Marvel movie a word of. I'll explain that in a second. Morbius, which opens today in theaters, stars Jared Leto as a guy named Michael Morbius. He suffers from a blood condition that has left him sickly and weak physically, though his mind is fine and he's brilliant. He's convinced that vampire bats hold a key to curing him and others who have the same disease, and he spent his life trying to figure out a way to do it. After one of his experiments finally succeeds, he tries out the cure on himself and is thrilled when he not only gets better, he gets stronger, superhumanly strong. But there's a problem. He now craves blood like an animal every so often. He tries drinking synthetic blood, but realizes that eventually that's not going to work to curb the hunger, and essentially he'll turn into a real vampire. Now, I'm not going to tell you any more of the plot, but I should point out that one of the Doctor Whos, David Smith, is in this movie also, and... Well, he's not as good a person as he was in Doctor Who, that's all I'll say. Now, how does this relate to Marvel? You know how Spider-Man and Venom are Marvel movies, but only kind of part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, that's also where Morbius fits in. Yes, there's the Marvel logo at the beginning, and yes, they reference Spider-Man in the movie, but it takes place in one of those other Spider-Man worlds in the multiverse. So yes, eventually these guys will probably team up with or fight against Spider-Man, but they'll probably never meet any of the other Marvel heroes. Morbius is a horror-type thriller with blood and death and scary bats and lots of darkness. I actually like Jared Leto in the role of Morbius, and I thought it had some pretty cool special effects. It's rated PG-13, but I'd think twice before taking younger kids to this, which is, I think, what's going to be the movie's biggest challenge. People will hear it's related to Spider-Man, and then kids will want to see it, but content-sensitive parents should probably keep them away from this. It is playing only in theaters. Now, next is another streaming movie opportunity, this time on Netflix. It's a new comedy from writer-director Judd Apatow called The Bubble. It's set during October of 2020 when the pandemic was still keeping studios from making movies, and people were wondering if the movie industry as we knew it was gone forever. In the bubble, a group of actors and actresses attempt to complete a big-budget special effects blockbuster franchise <laughs> film sequel while they're stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel. The group of actors, which includes Karen Gillan from the Jumanji movies, David Duchovny, Keegan-Michael Key, Fred Armisen, and uh, the Mandalorian himself, Pedro Pascal, as well as any Judd Apatow movie going to have, his wife Leslie Mann, and now their daughter Iris. All these guys are trying not to go stir-crazy or crazy on each other as the days and weeks isolated together continue to mount the bubble is the type of movie hollywood seems to love to make movies about making a movie so they can tell behind the scenes jokes and play to people's stereotypes i thought the movie overall wasn't that great or memorable but it did have several moments that had me laughing out loud also there are cameos galore from hollywood stars even beyond the main cast if you like judd apatow comedies like 40 year old virgin or knocked up or Trainwreck, then this should be right up your alley it is rated r for all the reasons possible and it is streaming only on netflix and finally, something for the kids to enjoy, since all the other stuff I mentioned really isn't for them. Over on Paramount Plus, we have the Fairly Odd Parents, Fairly Odder*. It's a live-action animation hybrid show that's actually a sequel to Nickelodeon's Fairly Oddparents cartoon from the early 2000s. Timmy, the character from the cartoon series, is all grown up and headed off to college, and he isn't taking his two fairy godparents, Wanda and Cosmo, who grant his every wish, no matter how crazy or selfish. Instead, he gifts them to his young teenage cousin, Vivian Turner, and her new stepbrother, Roy, to help guide them through their crazy teenage years. The original voices of Wanda and Cosmo are back, but the human cast is all new. Honestly, this felt like one of the dozen Disney Channel shows my kids have watched over the years. As a grown-up, I thought it was stupid and silly, but I had to say it also had some really funny moments, too. My kids love it, and content-wise, it's harmless. Adults who grew up on the cartoon as a kid may need to get used to the live-action part of it, but it is a pretty clever way to blend two types of shows. The new Fairly Odd Parents is rated TVG, and all 13 episodes of this first season are available to stream now on Paramount+. Next week, we've got an action-thriller movie from Jake Gyllenhaal that takes place on an ambulance, as well as a sequel to the surprise kids' movie hit Sonic the Hedgehog from a couple years ago. Those are in theaters. And then a spy-thriller TV series with the legendary Gary Oldman. So that's what we got next week. But this week, it's dark Marvel and uh, a live-action cartoon. Up-y. I think
0: this is what your first reviews were. I'm, like, kind of scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Andy's I mean, a scary kind of I, a guy. I think the grown-ups will be okay. Yeah, Two thumbs up for Moon Knight. We watched it yesterday. Really good. You really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Marvel, few misses, mostly hits. Wow. Dan, I think you would have liked The Bubble oh, in God, another yeah. lifetime, but <laughs> it's not that good. Not good enough. But it's it the, the, the kind of movie, like if you liked okay. the way they, how the sausage is made and stuff like that, it has its moments. But, okay. All right. Thanks. All right, Andy. Thanks, you Andy. Give us some You're options. Welcome.
0: Thank you. We'll we re- be right back.
1: Hey, thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on ksltv.com. I'll see you there. It's the story of an American held in a dark
0: Venezuelan prison.
1: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or
0: wherever you listen to podcasts.